Welcome to the Kodesh Podcast. You are listening to the infallible word from the Holy Hill, God's seat of power. Let the word from the Holy Hill be a lamp unto your feet and a light unto your path. Stay blessed. We have a giant man of God. Hallelujah. Yeah. One that God has blessed with many gifts. Amen. I have some pastors here who also want to testify of, you know, the Bible says that let the elders that rule well be counted of double honor. Double. You know, and when we look into the life of, and the scripture also says that there are some people whose faith you must follow. Now, if there's somebody that God has given us, if you belong to this church, you know, last week, um, Bishop Ni was teaching us about being devoted, and he talked about the apostles' doctrines, the apostles' doctrines. If there's somebody that we must give attention to his words, it's our father, the bishop. Hallelujah. <laughs> Hallelujah. Hallelujah. You know, if God, 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 when God thought about doing something to men, he sent a man. He didn't send a spirit. He sent a man. Hallelujah. So allow me a little to talk about this man. Hallelujah. You know, because sometimes people say, oh, why are we talking? Are you worshiping the man? No, no, we are not worshiping a man. We are not worshiping a man. But you see, it says there are some people you must give honor to. There are some people you must pay attention to. You must pay attention to their words, what they are saying, what they have been doing. You see, Paul said that you learn of my example and how I have lived my life. Now, when we look at from the documentary that we just watched, this is a young man in school who gave himself to God. You know, many people get born again, and that's the end of it. They never grow. They never grow in the things of God. Hallelujah. But you see, born again, being born again is just the beginning. It's just the beginning. But we see an example practically in our midst of somebody who gave his life to Christ and never looked back. Never looked back. Never looked back. If you look at Bishop and please, you may be seated. This is the preaching. Today we are just, I'll call some pastors at some point to also share what God has done for them through this man of God. Hallelujah. Now, what was I saying before I just said? (laughs) You know, if we look at somebody, he gave his life to Christ and after then was serving the Lord was serving the Lord. He said in school, he will write the names of his members in school, secondary school, boarding school. When they are on vacation, he writes their names. He draws a map to where they live and he goes to visit them. He goes to visit them because many people backslide when they go home. You know, the company you keep 
is very important. Are you here or you are going home? The company you keep is very important. Do you know why David was glad when he went to the house of the Lord? He had a company. The Bible says that I was glad when they said unto me, let us go. Some people said to David that let's go to the house of God. He had a company that gave him good advice. They said, some people said to him, let's go. Let's go to the house of God. When you look at all these wonderful men of God that God has used, they had a company. When you read about Paul, Paul had a company that he kept. Hallelujah. Um, 2 Timothy chapter 4, I believe, verse 13. Let's see what is there. We, we are just talking. We just share something small and then. The cloak that I left at Troas with Capus, when thou comest, bring with thee, and the books, but especially the parchment. So here Paul is talking about the apostles' doctrines, his doctrines, the teachings, the books. Do you see? But go to verse 11. It says, only Luke is with me. Take Mark and bring him with thee, for he is profitable for me. He mentions Luke and he mentions Mark. He had a company. People that he was working with. Hallelujah. Please go forward where it talks about Aquila. Okay. Titicus I sent to Ephesus. Just keep going. Salute Priscilla, Aquila, and the household of Onesiphorus. Hallelujah. And he mentions other people. You know, he had a company of people. Who do you listen to? Who do you listen to? Somebody was saying that many of the ladies in the church who are not married, one of the reasons is because of their company they keep. Because when you say that, oh, this is my beloved. <laughs> they start to laugh. Yeah. It's because if you change your company, it, 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 things will change. Hallelujah. So he was moving and visiting the people. Visiting the people. Visiting them. And because when they come home, their company changes. You see, that's why I was talking about them. Their company changes and they backslide. Who is your friend? It's very important. Who your friend is is very important. Who your friend is is very important. In Malachi chapter 3 verse 16, the Bible says that those who fear God, they speak with one another. Do you see? Then they that fear the Lord speak often one to another. And the Lord hearkened and heard it. And the book of, you see, God was so happy with them that he opened a book of remembrance for them. Because they had fellowship one to another. Who is your friend? Are they the one that fear God? Or is another group of people? So when these people backslide, then a young pastor who just heard that John 3.16, God so loved the world, he gave his life and he received Christ, was just moving from house to house. And many people's lives were secured because of what he did. And he didn't stop there. 
he comes into medical school, and now I say, oh, I think we can start a church. You know, some of these things, and sometimes you should just think about it closely. When you were in school, did they ever cross your mind that you should do something for God or you should? It's, it doesn't cross your mind, though. These are rare. You see, our prophet is very rare. Very, very rare. I'm just mentioning these things just to set your mind thinking in terms of the person that God has given to us so that when we are honoring, we honor well. We honor well. We honor well. When we are giving heed to the doctrines and to the books, to the book, in Proverbs chapter 4, verse 23, Proverbs chapter 4, verse 23, it says, keep the heart with all legit. No, no, I'm not looking for 20. Sorry, 20. My son, attend unto my words. Incline thine ears unto my sayings. Next verse. Let them not depart from thine eyes. Keep them in the midst of thy heart. Somebody said midst. Of thy heart. And this is the effect. They are life to those who find it and health to all their flesh. What is life? What is life? Oh, help me preach. What is life to them? You are not following. The word. Oh, are you here or you are going home? Please, they didn't get it. Let us read the scripture again. Please pay attention. It says, my son, attend to my words. You see, I'm bringing, I'm explaining or attempting to, because it's an attempt. You see, the man of God, no, I can't explain him. It's a mystery. So it's an attempt. Do you see? And I'm trying to bring your mind to the fact that who he is and the words that he has uttered, we must pay particular attention to it. Because when you do, this is what happens, the scripture this is what happens. It says, if you give attention to the words, to the books, to the makarios. I wonder how many of you have makarios in your house. As members of this church. As members of this church. Because this is what God has given to us. This is what has built a worldwide ministry. I don't know, those of you who travel, you will see that wherever you go in the world, you have a family. Yeah. Only that you don't tell us when you are traveling. But if you tell us, if you tell us, oh, you, you'll be surprised. When you get there, you, people will come and receive you. Make sure you are okay for the period of time that you are in that place. You know, you, you think that you are in heaven, I'm telling you. No, no, no. Only that you are not there. If you like, tell us that you are going to Kenya, you are going to uh, Germany, wherever you are going, you just tell us. There will be people to receive you and to take care of you. To make sure that you stay there. Why? Because of an apostle. Because of an anointed man of God. Because of somebody that loved God and gave himself. He gave himself to be able to have a church when you are a medical student. Not just any student, but a medical one. You see. If you are in the College of Art, maybe, please, no disrespect to those in there. It's just a joke, I beg you. Hallelujah. But, I mean, College of Art and medical students, I mean, the hands are not the same. 
Some you take more time. Please, do you understand? Yes. And he can still, you know, do you know Kolegono? I was told that it is the, hey, nowadays when you say these things, you have to be careful. Before somebody go and say that, the pastor said that Kolegono is the headquarters for witches in Ghana. <laughs> A bishop of the Kodes said that, me ahead. So if you are reporting, eh? if you are reporting, report that he said that he heard. Yes. Yes. Hallelujah. Yeah. Kolegono is not a small place, but a medical student at 25. You see, many, many of, uh, okay, the QCC people are not here. But you see, at age 25, they don't even know how they are alive. They are still asking their mother for money. And it's a mistake. It's a mistake. Marissa. Money, money for camp. At 25. It's a mistake. At 25, some of us, we have left home, we are working, trying to take good care of ourselves. And we have seen a young lady and said, we will take care of you by the grace of God. In addition, yes. At 25, he built a cathedral. Cathedral, Cathedral, a cathedral, a with members. I'm just attempting to describe the prophet. And that's what we watched at 25. And from there, the ministry, look at where we are. Look at where we are. Look at where we are. It's so fantastic. Have you seen any church like this in Accra? Eh? Oh, you are not minding me now. There's, there's nothing like this in the city of Accra, in Ghana. There's nothing like There are churches. They are nice churches. I didn't say they are not nice churches. Oh, you don't want me to preach this morning. Hallelujah. Now, this is the person that God has given to us. Many years ago, about 2000 and... Um, I say from 2001, but I think more around 2004, I got a bit more closer. I was brought, let me say, I was, my pastor brought me closer to the prophet. And that started a certain relationship. You see, all my life I've tried to live, tried to live for God, but never that I will serve God. No. And I'm sure maybe that's how you, you're also thinking. You want to live for God. Is that not the case? But you don't have a mind to serve God. <laughs> In a certain way, yes. In a certain way. But when my pastor, Bishop Michael, Bishop Richard, I introduced me to the prophet, my life turned. It turned around completely. Yes. Yes. So, it started in those, those times, the camps were invitational. They invite you for the camp. You are invited. That one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, you, 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 you can come for the camp. So, we went for such a camp by the grace of God. 
Bishop was preaching. The anointing was very strong. Very strong. Preaching, preaching, talking about giving our lives. And it was a series of them. One of them, he came. When he came, no, he said, look, everybody take, your, your, take, take a piece of paper. Or he took a piece of paper and wrote something on it. Then he started calling us one by one. He said, come and have a look. Come and have a look. So when we went, we looked. When we went, we looked. I said, what, is, what, what, was, what was written on the piece of paper? Others. That's how the camp started. Others. And then he started to talk to us about um, others. That there are other people. We can't stay in the UK, in London here. It's like, that's it. There are other people. There are other people encouraging and preaching. Hey, the anointing was very strong. The anointing was very strong. Then another camp. That one, when he came, no, he just preaching for a while. Then he put chairs. Said there are some people. You are living. You are living the UK. He put chairs. And said, "How many of us want to go on missions to South America?" Is it the anointing? Now, now, as I'm saying it, I thought, ah, what made us respond? And I can see that the anointing was very strong. Yes. At the time, I was going to get married the following week. Like, if this today is Friday, the following weekend is my wedding. And my beloved was, was sitting by me, or well, a number of us. You see, your company that you keep. I had my beloved and some other church members. Just Bishop was preaching and put the chairs and says, I want you to come. Those who are going on missions, come and, and this chest will be filled. <laughs> then I lifted up my hand. I mean, a number of us lifted up our hands. Do you see? Then he said, oh, we should come. So we started occupying the chairs one by one, one by one, one by one. And the chairs were full. So he preached. Then there was a break. Then we went. When I went for the break, then I realized what what was happening to me. (laughs) I said, ah, what have I gone to do? I said, I'm going on missions. (laughs) I'm leaving the UK. There's a reason why I came. And I was just about to get married. So when we came back, you know, no, during the break, my beloved came and said, ah. So we're talking, talking, saying, you know, it's good to serve the Lord and all, but the timing, now, I mean, the timing, <laughs> the, the problem was the timing. I said, no, we have the thing, no, it has to be now. It has to be now. Hey! Me, myself, I was afraid for myself. So the next session, okay, I come and see tears. When, like, as prof- prophet preached and we were worshiping, you don't know whether you are crying because you are afraid or is the anointing or, you don't know. But by the grace of God, one responded, moved out of the UK, went to Botswana, a place that I didn't know. The only thing I heard, now when I went to work, that I realized one of my colleagues comes from Botswana. So I was asking her, 
How is your country? And that girl was a very bad girl. So I was wondering where I was going. No, he's jolly plump and she smokes. But guys. Yes. Like an, how old was she? About 20, 21. Young girl from Africa who is smoking. So I was wondering that. Where am I going? But you see, my life changed from that day. That day, I think I gave my life to Christ again. And I went. I mean, I came to Ghana, went back to the UK, and then... So I, I told my dad, I told my parents, oh, if it's God you are serving, then we don't have a problem. So I never struggled with my parents. Even though I was supposed to do my master's. And I said, look, I think the uh, path that I'm taking now, I don't need a master's. That's what I told myself. I don't know what you tell yourself. But please, this one is for, I'm just giving you my testimony. That's what I told myself. So I was supposed to start Imperial College, whatever. I, I didn't go. <laughs> you are surprised. You are wondering for me. Yeah, I didn't go. Meanwhile, my wife has a master's. So. Yeah. Do you see? But I believe that God will take care of me. Yeah. I believe that God will take care of me. Even, you know, people, people will do everything for a British passport. I sacrificed it. In my house, I'm, I'm the only person without a British passport. I said, I don't need it. Where I'm going, I don't think. Upon hands, I sometimes I think I need it because it would have made the traveling easier. Yeah, but you see, you must sacrifice something. I'm telling you, if you are going to go far with God, you must sacrifice something. Yes. Many of us don't want to sacrifice anything for God. If you are going to go far with God. So me, I just, I just went. I left everything. I just went. Tied this. This, I don't need this. I don't. Is, is it church we are going to do? I need anointing. Anointing is what I need. Anointing is what I need. And I think that by the grace of God, I can go anywhere, everywhere, by the special grace of God. Uh, it's not a struggle. Yes, that I have to pay for it. <laughs> Hallelujah. Are you hearing what I'm saying? So, you see, and I'm not the only person. I'm not the only person that through the ministry of Bishop, I'm standing here. So, Botswana, South Africa, Bibiani, now I'm here in the Kodesh. Amazing. If you told me that I'll be here, and, and, and God has taken care of us. Oh, Bishop Ma, God has taken care of us. God has taken care of us. You see, I'm talking about attention to his words. I was there one day in my house when Prophet called. I want you to become full-time, sir. No problem. I didn't know even what it meant. Yes. I want you to become full-time. So, okay. So, speak to this person. Da, da, da. That's it. From that day, I went to resign at work. Yes. The words. The words. Then he said, okay, now move from here. Go here. The words. I'm talking about the person's words. What he says, my son, give attention 
to my words. Because they are life. They are life. They are life. They are life. I'm telling you, they are life. Many of us don't hear the words. You know, I read a scripture, 1 John chapter 3, verse 8. 1 John chapter 3, verse 8. I don't know if I'm helping somebody. But you see, let, let's become people who give attention to the words. It says, one way by which you will honor him, we will all honor him as a church, is the words. If we can pay attention to the words, you will prosper. You will do well. Because you have given attention. It says they are life. They are health. Even you live longer when you pay attention to his words. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. You will live longer. If we pay attention. So our, our prayer is that we should be able to pay attention to his words. You see, in First John chapter 3, verse it says, He that committed sin is of the devil. For the devil, he's, he, he's a sinner from the very beginning. That's why sin did not start with Eve. Or Adam. It started with Satan. Pride. Pride is the first sin. Hear me. Pride is the first sin. That's why he says that. He, he was a sinner from the very beginning. He was. And for this purpose was the son of God manifested. That he may destroy the works of the devil. Next verse. This is the verse I'm looking for. It says, whosoever is born of God does not commit sin. That means that when you are born again. Eh? You cannot continue in the fornications. And if you are really born again, there must be a change. But we still have born again people who are committing sin. You know, there's a verse that I saw that I found it very wonderful. Songs of Solomon chapter 8 verse 9. It says that when you are a door, eh, you are a door. We must find a carpenter buy wawa boards and board you in. But when you are a wall, I will explain it. You a lady, somebody wants to touch your breast, you say, ah, you, a wall, he can't. Don't, don't be a door. You have opened the door. You have opened the door. Please put the scripture, put the scripture. I, when I found it, I said, this scripture is very powerful. It said, if she is a wall, we will build upon her a palace of silver. But if she be a door, we will board her with our boats. Wow. Wow. What a scripture. Verse 8, verse 8, verse 8 gives us the context. Verse 8. He said, we have a little sister. She has no breast. What shall we, listen what shall we do in the day when she is spoken for? What is that day? The day when we are taking a hand in marriage. It says, if he has been a wall throughout his childhood, throughout his teenage years, he has been a wall. And what should I say? When the guys come, they meet the wall, not a door. I said that this scripture is too fantastic. It's a powerful scripture. Eh? I should read this one. Which version is this? It said, we have a little sister, too young to have breasts. What will we do for our sister if someone asks to marry her? 
if she is a virgin like a wall, we will protect her with a silver tower. But if she is promiscuous like a swinging door, we will block her door with a cedar bar. Beautiful. <laughs> yeah. So if you pay, he says, if you will pay attention to the words, you will not commit sin. Why? Why? Go back. John chapter 3, verse, verse, verse 8 or verse 9. Yes. Look at the scripture. 9. 9. Nine. The reason why a born-again believer cannot commit sin is because he said his seed remained in him. That is why he says we have to give, we, we have to be devoted to the apostles' doctrine. That it's not just one, no, it, it must remain in you. And Luke 8, 11 says the seed is the word. The seed is the word. The word that is being spoken. Yeah. Kodesh family church, if we would take the words and let it remain. You will not sin. You, you see that your life will change. The, 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 the. A married man that is worrying you, you will see that you're going to worry you again. <laughs> you're a wall. God, that's the word. And you see, preaching in this church, look at the books. Messages, messages. Plenty. You, you, look, if we can give you messages for the next 20 years, you'll be on it. You, you'll be on it. You'll be on it, I'm telling you. Hallelujah. If we should pay attention to the words. That, that's all. I, I think let's, our honor of, of our prophet is that we are going to obey the words, which is the word of God, really. Which is the word of God? The books. How many of you have Macarius? I, I wish the whole church would lift. Because you see, that's the apostles' doctrine. I wish the whole church, everybody would lift up. May, except you are new. Maybe today is your first time. Or your second time. But I'm giving you the important. Because you see, if you are going to honor your words. Your words. Your words. That's why it says, honor your father and your mother. One way by which we honor our parents is by listening to what they say. A rebellious child doesn't listen to the father. Yeah. He does what he wants. His father says this, he won't do it. He says do this, he won't do it. He says do this, he won't do it. Every time you have your own opinion. That's why you have not moved forward. Yeah. That's why you are 30 years and you are still living in your father's house. But it's changing. It's changing. Because we honor the words. Yes. We have listened. You know, sometimes Bishop will come and say, move here. Eh? Bishop, come, come, come. Today is testimony day. Tell us, tell us your testimony. You see, Bishop Ima was here. He's an electrical engineer. I'm a chemical engineer. Yes, we may be working here. <laughs> yeah, so um, I was in tech. And uh, I mean, even before that, um, my family and, and my family grew up in Malawi. Malawi, yes. So, around when I was around 16, my brother came back from Malawi, Malawi to Ghana to university. So that's when 
he met prophets and met the church, joined the church. Through that, all of us eventually joined the church. So, um, he came back on holiday to Malawi. And he brought prophets' first ten books. Frugality, duality, uh, forgiveness made easy, all about fornication, etc. Beauty, ten of them, small ones like this. Then he also brought back some of his cassette tapes. So when he brought them and I started reading and I started listening, I couldn't believe what I was hearing, what I was listening to. And I knew that prophet was the pastor for my life. I was not in the church. I was not in the church. I was in another church. Because we were in Malawi, we were in another church. And the UD was not there. I mean, was not the choir. So, I had a pastor. I mean, of course, I was in a church. I had a pastor. But when I listened to prophet's messages, I knew that he was the pastor for my life. And that's when I became connected to him. And throughout the years, I mean, I was in university. When I finished university, prophet invited me to come. I was 23 at the time. Invited me to come, to come and work in his office. Then about nine months later, he sent me on mission, the mission field. So I was 24 years old when I arrived in, back in Malawi on the mission field. 24 years old. And as, you know, as Bishop Dennis has said, you know, God has taken care of us. You know, it's the, the different changes, movements. I mean, I moved from Malawi. I was in uh, Blanta for eight years. That's the fair, one first city that I went to. Then prophet sent me to Zambia. I was in Zambia in Lusaka for two years. Then he sent me back to uh, Malawi to another city to start a church there. And I was there for three years. And I came uh, back to Ghana. Then I was, in, I, I was in the first love center for a few months. Then I was in Bishop Steve's church for about two, two and a half years. Then I came to Kodesh for two months. <laughs> then I went to the first love center for about another year because prophet wanted to send me on another mission. And then, for a year, then, beginning of last year, then he sent me back to the Kodesh, and I'm here. But I'm saying that through all the changes and all the movements, I mean, I can say that my life today, I mean, who I am, who I've become, even the experience, the knowledge, the understanding, I mean, it's like you are a certain type of person by the grace of God. And God has blessed us. God has been good to us. God has taken care of us. Hallelujah. Please, Proverbs chapter 4, verse 20 to 22. Or, yes, to 22. Keep it on the screen. My son, attend to my words. I tend to my words. I tend to my words. The preachings, the preachings that we are hearing in the let's give attention to it. The books, the books. Let's give attention to it. You have the books. Start reading them. Start reading them. Start listening to them. It says they are life. It will bring you life. Your life will change so much. Your life will change. I don't know what I would have become still living somewhere. I, I don't know. I don't know. 
I don't know. Hallelujah. Yeah. When you start listening. You know some of you, your pastor would tell you, maybe Bishop Ning would say, oh, this young man, I think is good for you. You don't give attention. You don't give attention. You see nice ladies in the church. You may think that they are holy. We really want you to be holy. But you see, sometimes, just because you didn't give attention to the words, you see that a problem is coming. It's true. Are you here or you are going home? You, let, let me talk to you. Let me talk to you. Yeah. That boy that is harassing you. You know, my, my father-in-law said something. When my wife... My beloved then told him that, oh, this small boy says that he wants to marry me. He said, anybody who wants to, is, the first thing he said that he's a good man. Why? Young boy wants to marry you, he's a good man. He wants to marry you now. Not that we are there 10 years. Ah, what are you doing in the 10 years? You'll be looking at each other like this. And you are always telling yourself, I love you, I miss you, 10 years. Eh? You are becoming a door. That's why I said we have to take one board and board you. Yeah. Yeah. You must become, a, you see, he said when he didn't have bread, you see, when you have not developed at a certain point, you are a wall. But as you develop to a certain place, somebody will have to come and ask your hand in marriage. You are looking at me. I'm talking to you, I'm telling you. Attention to the words. Attention to the words. Reverend Godfrey, please come. Today is testimony day. This is my senior in school. My senior in school, I have a very old picture of the two of us. It's wonderful. <laughs> and I saw that picture. I said, hey, God has brought us far. But he's my senior in school. He has been a Christian for many years. In, in school, he has been a Christian for many years. But please tell us your testimony about the prophet. Hallelujah. Um, let me start with Hosea chapter 12, verse 13. That by a prophet, the Lord brought Israel out of Egypt, and by a prophet was he preserved. I will come to Proverbs chapter 4, so please keep it on. And I'm starting from Hosea because as a young man from school, civil engineering, I went to a, a weird country for a year, and after that I went to Switzerland for my master's by shifting from civil to finance and banking. And that was in 2001. And when I went, by the grace of God, one has been in this year. So in tech, I was in PENSA. And I was a PENSA secretary in tech. So when I finished and I went to Switzerland, naturally, I'll look for Pentacles. And I'm talking about the sacrifice that the prophet has made for us. Hallelujah. I thought you were going to clap. 
I went to Switzerland. I was looking for a church because I needed to get a church to identify myself with. The city in which I was, Lausanne, I looked for Pentecost. On the line, I searched and searched. It wasn't there. Then I realized Pentecost was in another. They had it in Zurich and then in Geneva. That was long distance to get there. Then I tried another. I, I tried, I think, Central. I searched and searched and searched. It wasn't there. You know, sacrifice. It's not easy to establish a church in another country. But our prophet has done it for us. Then I said, I remembered the great works Lighthouse was doing on campus, USD. So I said, no, let me look for Lighthouse. And lo and behold, there it was in Lausanne in 2001. So immediately, and it was a Sunday. So immediately I took a bus. I got to the church. When I got there, again, you see, a certain tradition that the church has established that you don't understand. And so when we close, right after the grace, you are running out. When I went, church was over. Church has finished. But because of the tradition of staying around and fellowshipping, I met my pastor and others fellowshipping. And that is what I joined on that day. If it was a church that closes and everybody's gone, I wouldn't have seen anybody. So I met Pastor Mary Atifa, my first pastor in Lighthouse. And because of the kind of family that the Lord has given us, now she's my pastor, my mother, every, even today as I stand, she's arriving. I have to go and pick her because it's a family. And I'm just saying this because of the sacrifice to go out there, every country, through thick and thin, to establish a church and not to remain in its comfort in Ghana. Let me push ahead. My son, attend to my words. You see, the prophet is a casual prophet, and if you don't attend to his words, you will miss a lot of things. I was in Switzerland, and my pastor, Pastor Mary, there was a convention in 2003 in Zurich. Pastor Mary made sure I meet the prophet because to her, meeting the prophet would change my life. Because she had driven me to every international company, UN, WHO, WL, all the international companies, still I had not gotten a job. So he believed that if I see the prophet, it's done. At the end of the convention, I met the prophet. Professor, oh, so what did you do? I said, oh, I did banking and finance, da, da, da. Oh, beautiful. But if you stay here, you will not get the job related to what you did. What a message to give to a young man wanting to stay abroad. I looked at it. That was 2003. I think it was in August. The words of the prophet. By a prophet, he delivered Israel out of. In January 2004, I packed my things. I was in Ghana. Because I, I really wanted to work with my prophet, what I had learned. But for the prophet to say that, and I believed it, I came. I came in January by May. No, by April, I had a job. And not a mere job. I was the assistant, young man, I was the assistant registrar at Central University. 
because the prophet said, go home. And then the following month, I had another job. And that was what landed me at SG SSV in 2004. The last one, again, the worst of the busy. His ministry has changed me. So many affected me so much. And it always comes through the message, through the book, all ministration, attention to the words. One Tuesday, Bishop, I came to church. At that time, you know, prophet was preaching here every Tuesday. And before I came, I had gone to meet one MD of one of the banks. And we had finalized everything. So my movement, my package, my everything was certain. And it's because at that time I felt my boss was making things a bit difficult. They were moving me to a department I didn't like, to head that department, but I didn't like it. Then during prophet's preaching, on that day, he was like, some of you, your destinies are tied to where you work and you have no idea. And others will use money to pull you out. Ah. I had just finished my meeting with the MD. Everything settled. Then I realized that not this one, it was dying. And he mentioned you work with this bank. Just that he, he used backless, and I wasn't a backless. But I said, no, this thing is for me. And then I decided not to honor the, 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 the offer. They called me, called, I didn't go. Then the road they were transferring me to, that I didn't like. They gave me packages that the previous person on it never had. That's the first one. Fast forward, it came to a time that there was an opportunity to become the MD of a financial institution, savings and loans. We were about 15 that went for the interview. Panel, 10 people. The thing that differentiated me from them was the very role that I was being transferred to that I didn't like. The words of the prophet. If the prophet had not spoken and if I had not listened, I would have missed that. Prophet, God bless you. God bless you for everything that you've not done for me alone, but for all of us. Bishop. Your family, tell us a little about family. My family, uh, again, if the prophet had not asked, told me that if I stay in Switzerland, I won't get a job. You know how that happened. I would have gotten somebody who had papers because there was that pressure. I didn't. And then I came to Ghana, and lo and behold, I never knew my wife anywhere from Adam. I met my wife in the church. And even my wife, again, you know, as a young man, you have fantasies. And I remember Bishop Saki called me one day and asked, what is happening in your life? Then I mentioned a lady's name. Then what Bishop Saki said was, some of you, you are on the other side of the mountain, so you see only one side. But we are on top, meaning we, the, and that they see both sides. Attention to the words. To the words. Eh? Bishop, the Monday, it was a Sunday, I had gone to visit this lady. Bishop, 
my car got broken at the house. We had to push. And I think so many things. So the later, the lady, uh, she, 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 she was showing me yellow card. <laughs> Not a red card. And because of what Bishop Saki had said, it just came to mind. And I realized that that is not it. Then, the second time, we were sitting. I mean, I was sitting by Bishop Saki. We were chatting. And my wife, dead. I didn't know her. was passing. He said, you know this one. And I said, Bishop, I've seen her before. but And then one thing led to another. And today. You see, many of us. You see, I'm talking about attention. You see, you honor somebody by paying attention to his words. You know, some of you had said this to you, that you are on the other side and we are on top. You will just be moving. You will not even think that he's telling you something. Please, do you get it? You will not even... And then somebody will pass and say, ah, do you know this girl? So I don't know her. Then you continue your conversation. You, you are not paying attention. Please, are you here or you are going home? We are talking about giving attention to because that's the man of God that God has given to us. And I'm saying that the scripture is telling us that one of the ways we will honor is through the words. The words which come in the form of messages, which come in the form of books, which come in the form of very informal talkings. Hallelujah. Amen. Yeah. He's married and different things that prophet. And, and coming to Ghana was a blessing. If I were three guys in Switzerland, I came, the others saw me very weird. They were still, they decided to continue. Five years to seven down the line, the other guy came. Second person came and the one continued. Then he came just a few years ago. Bishop, by the grace of God, when I look at where I am and where they are. The difference is the word. The word of the prophet. Hallelujah. Let's put our hands together for Reverend Ben. Reverend Ben also has. You know, all, all of us eh, where we stand, who we are, what we have is, is true. It says by a prophet, by a prophet, by a prophet. Hallelujah. So I think that we, we want to, from today, honor the prophet by his words. Like we will take his words as his prophetic. Maybe we are doing hearing and seeing you are watching. He says something. Sir, that's my answer for my business. Yeah. Please. Hallelujah. Bishop Dennis, thank you for the opportunity. Anytime I want to talk about Bishop Doug, it's, it's a mixed feeling, you know. Um, for many years, I, mean, I want to talk about family, you know. When God says he sets the solitary into families, I'm a living testimony of it. You know, I grew up not knowing my father for many years. I mean, I'm over 50 years by the grace of God. And I've never had the opportunity to meet my biological father for many years. And I remember when I was leaving Ghana, I was going to the UK. This was in 1996. My grandmother at the airport was crying because, if, I mean, about 10 years or oh, was it? When my dad was leaving to the UK, 
she went to the airport, they saw him off, and that was the end. They never saw him again. So when I was going, she said, and she, she spoke, spoke Gan, Ben, Baba I said, Ma, I will come. But in my mind and in my heart, Guy, no, it's not. People are not happy with the guy. It's like your grandmother won't say this guy. <laughs> no, my grandmother, she's Nigerian, so she says ah, the Oh, okay, girl. okay. But All in right. my heart, so you I, get knew, it. I knew that I wasn't going to come back. In fact, when I entered and I looked back, I said, no, nah, I won't come back. Because my teenage years were very mixed, you know. Fast forward, I got to London. And then, But one thing I wanted to do was to look for a church. Because knowing myself... If I don't get a church, I mean, the first, first thing that I saw in London when I was traveling, when I was from the airport, when I arrived at the airport, I saw two, a male and a female kissing at the airport. And for me, it was a culture shock because from Labadi to Heathrow is different. So when I saw, I said, hey, this country is good. I have to look for a church. Fast forward, I went to a church, Pentecost Church. I was a drummer and a musician then, so I played drums for them. You know, they, they, they paid me some hey. small... Oh, those days, they used to pay. Then I met Lady Pastor Jane Hyde. You know, Jane Nelson, Jane Hyde, Mrs. Jane Hyde. He said, oh, I want you to come to our church. This was Tuesday. So when I went, a prophet was there. We were having like a convention. And I remember what he preached. He preached about true riches in the Tuesday service. When he preached, because when I came to London, I wanted money. I'll be very honest with you. I wanted to do well and come and look after, you know, the family and all of that. So my orientation was money. Then, fast forward, Bishop was raising funds to build the Kodesh. I had worked, I was just about to go to school. I'd worked, you know, I had about, I mean, I, the summer thing, I had about 2,000 pounds. So I was going back to school. And the bishop said, I want 10 people to give 1,000 pounds to build the Kodesh. I mean, so many things. I'm just using this. Then, the, you know, there are usual people when a certain amount is mentioned, they go. You know, you have Reverend Daniel Coca, uh, Chris Payne. I mean, these are well-established Miti, I'm sure you know them. So the usual Bishop OB, they went lined up. Then I also got up and joined the league. I was a, I was a student. I was a student. Then Bishop was praying for them. Bless you. Bless you. You know, very... So when he got to me, then he went back. He asked Bishop Richard, how much money are in this queue. <laughs> they said it's thousand pounds. I said, wow. So, so what work do you do? I said, oh, Bishop, I'm a student. I'm, I'm going to second year. He said, you're giving thousand pounds. So the conversation, he said, you see, he has faith. He prayed for me. He didn't pray for that prayer for any of them. He said, God will build you a house. Amen. Yeah, God will build you a house. Fast forward. As I was going home, I had, I had taken out a thousand pounds from my account. I had only a thousand pounds. I had to pay school fees. I had to pay what, so many things. So my journey from, Card, uh, from Old Kent Road to Heathrow, I used to live at Heathrow, was about an hour by train. 
And the devil was also ministering to me that you are, you are a fool. I mean, the, the, you, you were just emotional. You were just trying to impress so many things. Fast forward, went to school, struggled a bit, wanted to drop out of school to work. Then my wife today, who is my friend, you know, loaned me some money. We manage, manage, manage. I'm just trying to fast forward. The day I was dedicating my house, when I came to London, in fact, I got a job, finished school by the grace of God, got a job at BBC. I was intern doing accounting. And then they, they said they would take me as a permanent management accountant for BBC Worldwide. So I met Bishop at a wedding, uh, late Pastor Irene's wedding. I'm just giving you snippets of how he has been a blessing to me. I met at the wedding. I said, oh, Bishop, by the grace of God, this is the offer. You know, God is, you know, your prayers, your, this, I have an, a permanent offer. They're going to get me a work permit. They're going to organize me. Then Bishop said, and this is a very good company. It's a blue chip company, BBC. Next day, Bishop said, oh, wow, fantastic. It's great. But, um... I mean, just like um, Reverend God said, well, I, I, I think you should come to Ghana. I, I, I think you should come. I think you should just leave everything and come to Ghana. I said, Bishop. I, mean, I, I, didn't, I, I wasn't as quick as... Uh, it took me almost one year to... But long story, I came to Ghana. When the first day I came to Ghana, I was preach, pre preaching here. Then he called me to his office. His office was up there. He said, oh, you're welcome. So what do you want to do? I want you to work with Bishop Okobotedoku at the saved. I said, Bishop, I'll do that. He said, so what are you doing? I said, Bishop, I'm looking for a place to rent. And I'd seen Bishop Steve. He said, oh, I don't think you should. I think you should build. I said, Bishop, I'm, I had come to Ghana. I didn't have a job. Six months, I didn't have a job. And Bishop said, I think you should build. Start. Do you have a last? Oh, I have land. He said, yeah, go and start. So he, then right there, he called L.P. Alice, then Mother Renata called her, come, come to my office. Well, uh, Nabitus, come, come. Say, this is my son. Help him. At least he should do the footing. He should teach him. I did, all these words he was saying, I didn't even know them. And that, the, he, he called two of us, me and doc, one of the doc, one, one doctor. The sec, second son, he called me. Have you done what? I said, oh, Bishop. I said, no, he said, I said you should start. <laughs> so I started. Da, 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 da. Fast forward, he came to dedicate my house. You know, I'm saying all these things to say that Bishop has fathered me, you know, throughout what my biological father and the counsel that I couldn't get from him, Bishop gave it to me. And you see, as I stand here, I stand here full of uh, me. I would, have been, I would have been a bad boy in London. I would have. I know myself. But for the church, I would have married a white woman. I mean, the papers, I would have gone for it. I even had somebody on campus a Venezuelan girl, very beautiful. Because I said to myself, if I'll marry a white girl and get papers, then I should, I'll go for one that I will not regret. Has the features of a gown woman. <laughs> so, so, so that I will not regret at all. I, I'll get the papers and I also, but all these fantasies by the, the, the leading of the prophet. I, I maneuvered through all that. And today, here, I mean, he invited me to be full-time, wanted me to go to um, um, where Bishop Patch is, um, Mozambique. So remember, I want you to go to Mozambique. Go and learn Spanish. It wasn't easy for me. I was in that meeting <laughs> when the chairs were put there. But I, 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 didn't, I didn't go. I mean, I didn't feel, I didn't have the faith. I'll be very honest. I didn't have the faith. But you see, he never stopped loving me, right. even the fact that I didn't go on mission. 
even the fact that I didn't do what he was. I mean, I pray to God to forgive me if, you know, I didn't do the right thing. But he never stopped loving me. He always calls Uncle Ben's rice. It's been an, he's loved me as a father would love his own. And I want to say that, I mean, yes, you're probably a lay person or, you know, want to do something in the ministry as a lay person. You can go to the ultimate. That's right. Ultimate. That's he will right. love you the same. He will support you the same. He will help you fulfill whatever ministry that God has given you. And I stand here to, to the glory of God that God has blessed me. And I want to say that he sets the solitary into in families. God bless you. Wow. Wow. So you see, what you may hear in the news, what you may read on the internet, is not true. And you see, if I give people the chance, we will not go home. And you see, everybody is just giving just a small part of their testimony. A small, just a small part of their, everybody is giving a small part of their, their testimonies. Yeah. Hallelujah. Yeah. So, so we have a good father, and I'm saying, you know, and, and I'm just sharing from honor, those who honor you, that one of the ways you honor somebody is through his words. And I think that, let, let's pay attention. The preachings you hear, it's just, they are the words. They are the words. And you see, they have obeyed, we have all obeyed what we were told, that do this, do this against you see, that's the thing. It's against what you want, but you just obey. Do you see? Somewhat is like you are obeying foolishly, but it brings you into the will of God, and that brings you into the blessings of God. Church, God has given us a powerful man of God. <laughs> Hallelujah. And we want to pray for the grace to honor him. You know, some of you, you must make him your prayer topic, that you will pray for him all the time. Maybe that's your, that would be your service to God. Hallelujah. Please stand to your feet as we come to the end. I didn't know that it would take this long. I even thought that we will finish very, you know. But have you been blessed? Yeah. And many, many, as for the testimonies, there are a lot. Do you see? Yeah. He's a good man. Very good man. Very good man. Yeah. When I was coming, when, when I was coming to Accra, like the family was coming to Accra, he personally called the school and said, This he's coming, his children. Personally. 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 I'm telling you. God should help us. To, to honor and, 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 and to, to, to continue to listen to the words in the name of Jesus. Lift up your voice and just thank God for his life. Just thank God for the life of the prophet. Just thank God for the life of the prophet. In the name of Jesus. E barada baka basta bada baba de de ge de borodo boshe be de bebe adarada baga bada brasta bada baba kada baba zeba baba zebe gadaba stibada valibra gadora valibra zege geda bosta pray help me to honor 
your servant through the words. Father, I pray, help me to pay attention to the words. 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 Attention. To give the Lord endless heed to the words, to the words, to the books, to the messages. Lord, help me. Father, help me. I pray for your help. Help me, O oh God, in the name of Jesus. Let a light take away anything that blocks my sight from seeing him, from knowing him for who he is. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. As we gather. As we gather, may your spirit As we gather, may we glorify your name. as your Lord and personal Savior. You want to say, Pastor, today I heard the word of God. I want to be able to also give attention. But I'm a sinner. I don't know Jesus. I'm new to all the things that you are sharing. It says, whosoever shall call upon the name. So you are included. And so this morning you are here like that. I want you to Lift up your hands and I will pray with you. You are saying, Pastor, I want to give my life. I repent of all my sins, all my wicked ways. I want to become a child of God. You are here like that. Lift up your hand. Lift up your hand. I see your hand. Let it go up. Lift up your hand, please. Wherever you are standing, lift up your hand. Lift up your hand. Lift up your hand. Please, if you have lifted up your hand, I want you to come to me. I want you to come forward. I want you to come. I give my life to Jesus. That is the foundation that we have. I give my life. Come. Come. Wherever you are standing, I want you to walk to me. Come. Come. Today your life is 
the path to fulfilling his will. Turn it around your life. to accept Jesus you want to accept Jesus you want him to change your life your life is changing from today we are going to pray okay and I want you to pray else whatever I say say it after me all right congregation let's close our eyes everybody you can help and join in say with me heavenly father I have heard your word and I've heard these testimonies today I repent of all my sins. Please forgive me for my wicked ways. Lord Jesus, this morning, I accept you as my Lord and my personal Savior. Help me from today to do your will, to live right, to live holy for you. I thank you that you saved me in Jesus' name. Amen. God bless you for listening to this message. For more information on upcoming programs and events, visit our Facebook page, Kodesh Family Church Ghana HQ. Make sure you subscribe to this podcast to receive new messages every day. And remember, God's word is a lamp onto your feet and a light 